This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf, and today I am joined by, going to try to get this right, guys, we have Thomas Mikolak and Lavinia Govinder. Did I get it right? Thomas Michaelak and Michaelak. I told oh. you I'd mess it up. <laughs> Thomas Michaelak and Lavinia Govinder <laughs> with Ohana Luxury Real Estate. Yes? yes. Correct. All right. We did it. Good deal. So I actually had the pleasure of meeting Thomas uh, at the last Cooper City Davy Chamber of Commerce lunch meeting. We got to talking and I extended him an olive branch said, hey, you should come on the show and talk a little bit about your business and your backstory. So here we are. Guys, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. That's our pleasure. And thanks for our listeners for tuning in. So please talk a little bit about Ohana Luxury Real Estate. Well, we've been open since March with my business partner, Joyce Bartles Dahl. Um, she's currently in Amsterdam now. She does a lot of international stuff. Um, we named her chief happiness officer. She did a deal with a company called Realty Plus, which is out of Madrid. They've got brokerages in 23 countries. And so now we get all of their uh, international customers that want to buy in Florida. And as you know, that's that's a decent chunk of people um, in South Florida anyway. So that's new. And then we got Go Group in Dubai. She made a deal with them also. So. That's what we're working on. It's not so, wasting any time. <laughs> what, what was that? I didn't hear that. Not wasting any time. <laughs> not right? Now, are you? is your area of specialty with Ohana Luxury Real Estate with dealing with foreign investment? Or do you also do a lot of local stuff here in the community? How does that play out? Well, it's all local. So if you have an international buyer or investor that wants to buy here, you know, we're looking here for property here for... Um, whatever they're looking for. Um, she is handling the international division. She speaks four languages. Um, Lavinia speaks Afrikaans. Uh, Joy speaks, I think, German, Dutch. No, she doesn't speak German. She speaks Dutch, Spanish, English, and uh, Papiamento, which is a Ruben. Papiamento? Yeah, I think that's the right pronunciation. It's an Aruba dialect that if you live in Aruba, that's what you speak, I guess. Well, good for her. I mean, I'm, I, I speak English and very little Spanish, and it's kind of embarrassing because my wife, my wife is from Peru, and I, I've been with her for quite some time, and I still can't speak fluent Spanish. So, got some work, got some work left to do. So, you mentioned you you started Ohana Luxury Real Estate just this past March, right? But you got to keep in mind, you know, Joyce and I worked together at Caldwell Baker for a year and before okay. that and after that we worked at another brokerage um together and we've been planning this for i don't know five years so we just decided we don't want to be like the other big box brokers that we worked for we wanted to change some things that for agents so that they didn't have to go through that and we thought we would make it easier and give back more to them so that's what we're doing so what go go a little bit deeper to, into that, if you will. What what specifically was it that you were looking to change for agents uh, from one of the bigger box shops to opening well, up 
your they own place. On, they train you, but honestly, I don't want to be too harsh about it, but they don't really care. Like, exactly. they don't care if you're successful. Like, we're not taking anybody on that can't get a paycheck from us. We're about paying them. We want to make sure people get paid. If you've paid into our brokerage and you're, you know, an agent for us, we're going to pay for half your board dues. No, no brokerage does that. Not even one. And being approachable, I think, is the biggest thing, you know, agents coming to a broker for advice, you know, especially new agents being able to approach the broker with any questions and, you know, having that, you know, no limit to, you know, what stupid questions, because sometimes they're like, well, I'm not going to ask my broker this question because it may sound stupid, but they're a new agent, you know, so that approachability, no, you know, having that. Being approachable, that's a big thing. Well, we've had brokers say everything but you're an idiot. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, just don't want to really hear or don't want to help you. They're just like, yeah, whatever. And, so, you know, we just we didn't want people to have that experience with us. Okay. So what were some of the biggest differences, I guess, um, or maybe challenges in transitioning from the agent sphere to the broker? Well, it's it's uh, quite a bit more um, administrative paperwork than I anticipated. Oh, joy. We, lo- we love administrative paperwork. Right. That's right. my favorite, and I'm, favorite I'm, thing to do. I'm the broker of record, so the state's coming to me if there's a problem. And, you know, I better have everything in a file cabinet. Every single, you know, detail they need better be there in that filing cabinet. So, yeah, he goes he goes above and beyond with, you know, making sure everything's legal and on. Um, well, you, you have to because On top, he's, he's, he tries to stay a step ahead of everything because of the experience. Well, also know, because I pay for insurance yeah. and I don't want to get sued because they're going to sue us. They're not going to sue you. They're going to sue us. You know, the deep pocket. So, you know, it's just you got to be make sure that uh, also we do a better, you know, than anybody I've ever worked for. The errors in emission insurance. Um, we got the lowest deductible. We got the best policy that you can buy. So. Nice. Are you guys focusing on Broward County, Dade, Palm Beach? Where are your main areas of interest in terms I of? I prefer the western corridor of Broward County, obviously. But, you know, we just, Joyce did, just did a $1.675 million down in Doral. And um, I pitched some listings up in Boca because people asked me to. I don't necessarily feel that was a good match in that case, but. You know, we'll go all the way up there, you know. I live in Davie, and Tom lives in Cooper City. So, and then Joyce in Pepper Pines. So, we're in West Broward. We're really focusing on West Broward. We feel like West Broward is, you know, a lot of people don't understand what a luxury market it is out here. But it's a a really great area to live. Indeed, it is. So, you live in Cooper City, and you're in Davie. You got... You got kids that go to school here in Cooper City. We may have talked about this when we met at the uh, at the Chamber of Commerce lunch. She has a kid in Renaissance um, Charter in Cooper City, and they're doing mm-hmm. a run. We just donated to it. It was he was very excited about that. Very cool. Very cool. So every time I have a realtors on the show, I always like to. Uh, I always say, get, let's get out the crystal ball and, and, and talk about where the what lies ahead with the market. Obviously. Since COVID, we've been on somewhat of a wild ride in terms of the real estate market uh, with prices being inflated. And obviously, I just had a mortgage broker on and we were talking about the interest rates. 
So where are we at here in South Florida? What's your what's your spin on that? Uh, where are we at now? Where do you see things heading moving forward? I would love to to uh, hear what the, the mortgage guy, I didn't listen to that, but I will listen to that podcast. I would love to hear what he had to say. I know the mortgage rate's tied to the 10-year treasury, and uh, it's been dipping. So it's been dropping a little bit. Um, I think uh, the last contract I received for one of our listings had a 6.29. Yeah. Uh, interest rate. And prior to that, it was at 6.59 is what I'm looking at. But that makes a huge difference. That little dip. I've noticed that on a micro level in the market because of the interest in in the listings that we have has just skyrocketed over the last like week because I think it's starting to sink in that the rates are going down. Um, the closed sales are still less, about 2% to 5%, depending on whether we're talking Broward or Miami. Um, over over last year, same time, same month, October, um, there's less closed sales still by that amount, two to five percent, like I said. And then, um, but I think it's about to tick back up, and I think interest rates are going to keep coming down. So I think we're about to see a resurgence of of this market. And buyers are waiting. You know, I've had I have a lot of buyers that have just put things on hold and just waiting to see if the price prices, house prices, come down or the interest. So they're they're there sitting and watching and waiting. We actually just talked about this. The, the broker I had on the mortgage, uh, I guess yeah. the mortgage broker I had on was Brian Franks with Guaranteed Rate Affinity right. Mortgage. Yeah, Caldwell Banker Guaranteed yeah, Rate. So you're all all part of the same or we're <laughs> part of the same family. But the common theme I hear amongst mortgage brokers and realtors, it's it's like not don't necessarily look at whatever the given rate is at any time, look at the payment. And if you can afford to buy, to buy, right. it's usually optimal to renting because when you rent, I mean, your payments, are, your interest rate is hundred percent, right? You're not contributing to your equity because you could always have the option to refinance when rate goes down, rates go down later. So I think a lot of the people that are sitting around trying to time the market, waiting for prices to drop and waiting for rates to drop. I mean, you really are, shoot in the dark there because we don't nobody knows exactly what's going to happen and to time it perfectly is near impossible i mean gosh i tried that with the sale of my last house right right when the property values were going through the roof and i was like let's get on board now and i, I missed out on 10 20 of value if i just waited but yeah. who would have known right yeah you cannot know that there's no way to know that it, it's it's so strange i mean she sold a property in uh where was it plantation acres yeah and uh, you're, you know, the the difference is like what three hundred oh, yeah. grand, four hundred grand. It's a yeah. lot. It's a huge it experience. Sold it for six twenty five, you know, on and, an acre. <laughs> and now it's at least a million, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Like it, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. No, and you know that 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 saying, date the rate and marry the house. So you know, we've kind of been telling buyers that you know it, it sinks in, but then they're like. Okay, well, this house is, I don't know, I don't know if I can marry it. <laughs> if you stay long enough, I mean, you know, it doesn't affect you, you know, the, the interest rate and the, the, you know, if you're happy with the payment, you're willing to stay there for 10 years. I mean, it's not going to matter. Yeah. I think the right, the right time for anyone listening out there that, that does rent, looking to buy the, the right time to buy is really when you find the property that you fall in love with and you can afford the payment for that property. Yeah. Right? Nice. And then from yeah. there, again, if interest rates are too high, then then when they go down later, you could refinance. Um, but it is an investment. And it's, it's, if you can afford it, it's always optimal to the, the alternative, which is renting, which, by the way, I've heard that 
the rental market is through the roof now, right? It's even even worse. Yeah, I um, we try to avoid doing rentals if possible. Sometimes, I mean, we'll do them, uh, especially if it's a high end rental. We're happy to do it, but a lot of the rentals, I mean, they're yeah, no. it, it's. I I just did a rental. Um, I have a an investor customer who's you know she said she does her rentals through me. And we rented a one bedroom for nineteen hundred a month. All the time. That's just crazy. Yeah, nineteen hundred a month, and and you know the association dues went up, and you know special assessments and insurance has gone up a lot. So you know she had to. That's also a reason why they're raising the rent too, just to cover their expenses, insurance, and HOA dues, and all of that too. Yeah, that's. Yeah. A yeah. We didn't even cover that. The, yeah. the 2023 structural integrity is is going to hit a lot of these condos yeah. hard. No, we saw it in yeah in, in 2023 definitely. 2024, I think they're you know preparing more for it. It's due by it yeah, I yeah. think it's due January 2024. Yeah. They have to have the structural integrity uh, check on those buildings. Yeah, a lot of the budgets that's, are that's coming. That's going to yeah. be a big deal for a lot of people. Uh, their their uh, HOA dues are going up a lot. More more things to look forward to, but I, I actually come to a point now where things are so expensive and there's so many un, unforeseen expenses. I used to get stressed out when I heard all right. these things. Now I'm just like, like it always seems to work out. Yeah, there's no reason to stress out about it. So it is what it is. <laughs> just keep trucking forward, and everything everything seems yeah. to work out. But um, um, what are some common myths or misconceptions that the general public has? Yikes. surrounding real estate i mean specifically i guess they they don't know what we do they have an idea but they really don't like you know we're all laughing about this we were talking about yeah. this today somebody thought we were really greedy i guess is what he said As realtors. You, you greedy realtors what's yeah, wrong with you? And they're like yeah but well you know we actually we, we spent some time in the past couple of weeks um updating the website and actually putting putting it on there what we do for buyers and sellers so you know it's, word for word it's they like get it. you know, they get it in their face black and white yeah we, we wrote it out understand. yeah because we figured we have to with the new lawsuit there's this new lawsuit uh the mls was forcing us to charge the seller something to give to the buyer and if we don't put anything in there for the buyer's agent sorry the buyer's agent not the buyer but the buyer's agent has to get paid so we would put a percentage of what we're offering on that listing. So say I, I take a 6% listing, I offer the buyer's agent three, we keep three, and then you know that's an MLS and that comprises a contract between us. That contract only defines what we're gonna pay to the buyer's agent, nothing else. Uh, my contract with the seller is the listing agreement itself. So it defines it in there, but the MLS required us to put something for the buyer's agent. That's over. Because a lot too many buyers thought it was free, that the buyer's agent was working for free, even though the seller was paying them. And so they did an antitrust lawsuit with DOJ and they lost. So now that can go in as zero, which really throws the whole system off. Because how do we pay the buyer's agent? The buyer's agent is not going to work for free. And they do a lot more than people think they do. There's just a lot of communication back and forth. You name it all day long, the lender, appraisal, inspection, everything, all the details. Yeah, for sure. That's confusing stuff. You know, I think real, real estate is one of those industries. There's just so many realtors out there and it can yeah. be difficult to find the right 
realtor to work with. And I think like one of the reasons I say this to a lot of guests, one of the reasons that we do this podcast is to grant a platform to local business owners so that folks can get a look under the hood, get to know a little bit about them, their thought process, because you got to find the the business or the, the realtor that you feel comfortable working with. Um, and same, same rings true for all these other industries, like having a good mortgage broker, having a good insurance agent, a good accountant, all these different, even having a good plumber, a good roofing company. I feel like if you have a team of people around you that you have relationships with in all these different spheres, it takes a lot of pressure off your day-to-day -day life when you need to get things done. If you know that you have a realtor that you trust and you can go to and they have your best interest at heart, well, then, you know, you take their advice and you don't have to worry about it. Whereas if you go out and you, you know, you have your cousin's a realtor, your mother-in-law's a realtor, your best friend's a realtor, all these people, and now you're meeting like 10 different people, and now you're stressed out trying to figure out what the best path forward is. So yeah, but you'll, yeah, you'll be surprised at how many realtors are not really experienced, you know, you'll, oh, I'm we'll not surprised. Yeah, we'll yeah. No, no, even if they have many years of experience. You know, and then you do a, work a transaction with them. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I always love uh, on the the neighborhood group apps, the Facebook groups, and the the next door. Whenever somebody says, because people ask for recommendations, right? Oh, do right. you know a good plumber? And people make comments. Whenever somebody says, do you know of a good realtor? I actually, saw this the other day. Somebody said, do you know I'm trying to buy or sell in Rock Creek in Cooper City? Does anyone know of a good realtor? And the realtor rabbit hole opened up and like a hundred people chimed in like, oh, I specialize in Rock Creek real estate. I've been there for 30 years. <laughs> it's like, it's that wow. one industry where there's just so many uh, competitors yeah. vying for the, the market share. Yeah, and, they and predict that that new, the new lawsuit is gonna cause a lot of buyers agents to, to leave the field altogether. I mean, we actually would hope that because that only helps us. <laughs> Well, and, you well, know, because yeah. we're not going anywhere. So, and we always try to stay ahead of you know to to sharpen our skills and take extra classes and always stay stay on top and you know make sure we are the best in our industry. You can never you can think you know everything, but you never yeah. really do. There is something in every deal just about that comes up that you've never had before. That happens. Like yeah, you know, the guy's in the hospital having surgery yeah. and he wants an extension. Something. There's always yeah. something. Yeah, it's a continue a continuing process of learning right. and improving. And I think another thing, uh, in terms of the volume of realtors, I think what happens, and you know, if I'm mistaken, let me know. After some kind of like after 2008, all of the realtors yeah. that weren't well established went away, right? And the ones that were more maintained uh, lasted the same same thing. Kind of now through this market, as inventory flattens and it gets more difficult yeah. out there it's the lowest low sales you know in, in years like we haven't had this few sales in, in years yeah so on the other side of that usually the you know the best yeah. the best businesses emerge so before we wrap up here why don't you guys share with our listeners the one thing that you'd like to leave with leave them with the one thing you'd like them to know about ohana luxury real estate you want to tell them about ohana means well we go ahead go ahead ohana ohana is the family that you choose that's that's what we stand for we want to treat everybody you know with that level of respect um and we're able to do that we're very knowledgeable on the on this topic in lots of different ways and um it's always beneficial to consult with us one way or another even if you don't use us i think that sums it up 
Yeah, no, you have you have incentives, you know, to help agents, you know, that's like paying their first year, you know, helping them with their board dues. You know, no other companies do that. We um, also we had no transaction fees in 2024. We didn't need to charge a transaction fee. I mean, in 2023, 2024, we'll revisit it. But, you know, that's a a point of contention for some people, but it's, it's not really a big deal. Right on. How can our listeners reach you? How can we learn more? Share your website, your contact information. Yeah, and, you know, our phone numbers and stuff. All you got to do is Google our name or Ohana Luxury Real Estate. It's going to come up because um, we advertise. <laughs> um, so that's it. Just give us a call or a text or an email. Um, there's Lavinia, Governor, me, myself, and Joyce Bartles Doll. It's, if you're doing international and you're looking internationally, should talk to Joyce because she can put you in touch with somebody in at least 23 countries plus Amsterdam. All right. Sounds good. We will of course link in the description below to all of your contact information. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. It was a pleasure getting the opportunity to learn a little bit about your business and about your guys' backstory. So again, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you, Appreciate Jeremy. It. Now it's our pleasure and thanks to our listeners for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com or call 954-231-3170.